You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, y'all. My name is Shan. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. This is a series for Black fathers because Black fathers matter. Black fathers matter to me. Black fathers matter to my children. Black fathers matter when it comes to my brothers, um, my mentors, my friends. They matter because they set the tone for who our children look up to. They set the tone for how men, women, children, and other elderly people feel protected, feel like, you know, everything they've struggled for was for a good cause because they've seen who they've become. And I want to, um, I don't know, I just want to shine a light on them and hear from them in a perspective that sometimes goes unheard because no one cares to ask. Sometimes people look at fathers as if, oh, that's nothing. They're supposed to do that. Why would we, you know, thank you for doing something you're automatically supposed to do? You shouldn't look for any, you know, praise or any uh, thank yous for that. That's the standard. That's the basics. You know, do what you're supposed to do. But when you have a father that's there, that's consistent, that's uh, available, that's attentive, that's caring, that's thoughtful versus an absent father versus a father that thinks his life and his now is more important than the child's future. Um, There's a difference. There's a clear difference. And I just want to show appreciation. So uh, this series, I've interviewed many, many fathers from different places, different backgrounds. And I really just want to pick their brains with different questions. So um, thank you for listening to Cozy Boom Podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into this episode, let's show some support. Let's go. Hey, you guys. What's up? It's your girl, Shan. The black business that I would like to support for today's episode. Since my guest father is from the Bay Area, we have Peaches Patties. It's an authentic Jamaican food restaurant that has pickup or delivery. Succulent patties. I love a good beef patty and the fact that they given good peak patties. I said, okay. You know, my family culture is Jamaican. He from the Bay Area. I'm going to share it. So, Peaches Patties is located at 2948 Folsom Street, San Francisco. Online, their website is Peaches patties.com on ig is peaches patties all right so if you're in the bay area go check them out now let's tune into today's show
back to the show. Back to the show. Hey guys, it's Shan. Welcome to episode eight. The father um, that I'm speaking with is Akeem. Akeem is a uh, podcaster that I uh, met in the podcast world that is very deliberate, intentional, and, um, you know, about that being your ultimate self as a man. But, you know, this episode's different because we're digging into how he's the ultimate man as a father. So I hope you guys enjoy. Please share. Um, please provide your feedback and just really take in what it is to be within his fatherhood as a dad. More power to him, you know what I mean? Yeah, outside doing their thing. Yeah. Foster, you are my, um, I think my eighth dad of the month. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I wasn't number one, but I, I'll take eighth. All right. <laughs> Bro and shit, you know what I mean? So this is episode eight of uh, Black Fathers That Matter, and we have Father Akeem. Yeah. And um, you are a father of how many children? Man, I am a father of four boys. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got the team. You know, all, all of them are warriors. What's their age range? Um, We got 17, 14, 2, in six months. Oh, wow. So were you, in your mind, were you ever imagining a girl or are you just like, I'm going to just see? Oh, oh, yeah, but I, I knew, I think the Lord knew what he was doing because I'm the dad that will have a cactus growing outside of her window so she can't sneak anybody in or sneak out. I'm that, I'm the, I'm that guy. I'm the guy who's going to prom with her. You know what I mean? We we gonna we, we gonna have a great time at the prom. Uh, her little date or whatever. Seventeen. I'm in the movie theater with her. Oh. In the back, eat popcorn. Yes. Mm. I'm that guy. So I, I mean, you know, I mean, he knew what he was doing. I still control my son from like that, but it's a little different. Yeah, doesn't have to be that mm-hmm. intent. Well, I don't. I don't do uh, girlfriends. At all, like they can't, like they, they can, they can be cool, but they ain't gonna be no girlfriends while under, like in my house when they're eighteen years old. Until they're eighteen, when they're eighteen, they, and and then they, they, they can do whatever they want then. But I like, just understand, like I need to focus to be on education and and being responsible. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that. I was I was preparing my mind for they're allowed. But I even like that better because that regains their focus. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, we don't need all that underage uh, action. You know what I mean? And if they try to be sneaky, then I'm I'm more sneaky than them. So I'm all in their stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, people always say, "Oh, you know, when they get older, they're gonna do X, Y, and Z." And only let them do it when they're an adult. They can do that when they're older. But I'm doing the responsible thing as a parent. Like we have morals and values in this house. You know what I mean? You know what, 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 would, what would God do? Would he would it be cool with 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 you out here tonguing something down when you're 16? Is is, is would God want that? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, got that uh, cleared up. Were you born yeah. and raised in California? San Francisco, California. Mm. Bay Area, yeah. Most of your Rome. family's in California. Yeah, we G, we G. You know what I mean? Um, well, my, my lineage come from Louisiana, though, Kentucky, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, most of us out there, uh, either there or L.A. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I got a few questions mm. for you. And I did these last night because I was like, I can't give him the same set of questions I've been giving these other dads because I already get a, I, I got a, I got a feel for what kind of father you could be by oh, having yeah. you 
by how you uh, ask questions or answer questions through your podcast mm-hmm. and conversations. So, my first question for you is who has been your greatest imperfect man example in life? Um, I, I, I would believe I've never met him, but I've studied him a lot, but it'd probably be Malcolm X. Mm. Perfect. Imperfect man. He's robbed cats and then he turned into something that was greater than life. Um, I was raised Muslim, so you know, I was raised with the Quran and you know, I grew to um um uh, read the Bible though, uh, you know, the King James version of the Christian Bible too. You know, I studied that, but it really would be Malcolm X. I I I, I mean, he was great. Mm. Mm. That strong man, strong man. Um, what makes <laughs> what makes a fa- what makes fatherhood worth it to you? Um, just just to see the development. Um, and you know they got their own personalities, and mm-hmm. you know I, I I want them I want them to love their kids more than I love them, and that's a lot. You know I me, mean? so mm. you know, I really. I really raised them to love their family more than anybody else, even even their their dad. You know what I mean, and mom. You know what I mean. Like some people are hypnotized with moms or pops, and they care so much about their opinion that it changes directions of their life. Now, I, I want them. I want them to be able to come to me and talk to me and bring me their opinion or, or ask me for my opinion. But I don't want that to dictate. You know what I mean? What what what? actually comes out of that. I want them to be able to make their own spiritual moves. You know, if this woman you think is good for you, all that, man, you know, I want them to be able to live their own free, free mind life. Mm-hmm. So you want them to be able to stand up in their decision like it? Most definitely. Okay. That's fair. Your father um, shows up in you as a dad in what way? You said the father, my father? Yeah, your father. How does my your pop. father show up in you as a father? Yeah, my pop was a G. So my my pop was a part of the food program in the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was coming up as a military guy, um, you know, I, I got a lot of love and respect for him, too. He had, you know, he did his, his thing. You know, he made some mistakes, but ultimately he's a solid individual. You know, he he, he really showed me that the only care that you need to have is your family mm-hmm. and and also too um, don't care about what no else thinks man uh, my OG OG pop was like that so I'm like that with my kids you know what I mean it's like I, I don't like the only thing you should be embarrassed of in the world is bringing home bad grades not cleaning your room like normal things that the family cares about Mm-hmm. Not not what everybody else outside of us are caring about. Um, it's it's kind of difficult to raise your kids in that way, but I'm doing the very best I can. Um, even showing them, I mean, they, they listen to my podcast, but you know, I'm dad, so it's like, yeah, yeah you know, whatever. But they know I don't care about nobody's and how they feel about me. You know what I mean? So they know that, and I want them to know that that's what needs to happen in their own life. So that's what comes out of me a lot. Pop didn't get, he didn't care one bit. Um, regarding your son's personalities, do you see like the a sameness throughout all four of them that comes from uh, you, or or is it all different? No, nah, they're all smarter than me. For one, when I when I was that age, but yeah, they all like my my oldest is very athletic. Um, my 14 year old I mean he's very intelligent even though my my oldest is very they all are very intelligent but there's there's you can see the difference a kid is strive to be better than everybody else you know what I mean like those one yeah. um, and then then of course my my two year old um, I don't see too much yet but he is a very athletic daredevil that jumps right off the couch into the floor and rolls like he doesn't care about <laughs> He doesn't care about boundaries. Um, um, and then my little one is just too young to tell yet, but hopefully he has his dad gorilla 
instincts. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I want to have my my type of heart. I don't think none of them do. <laughs> they all have their heart. they all have their mom heart. You know, they be caring about stuff and you know. That's good. That's, that's going to create some balance. That's good, though. Yeah, but 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 I think I think some of the greatest men has ever been created in this world have been those who lack empathy. The, you can't you can't care so much that it get in the way of your success. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to be able to bury um, that part of you in order for you to be successful. Um, they, it's like Malcolm X. I mean, you know, he was like in his way uh, on his journey up. Um, you know, one of the things he said, the best thing that happened to him that he didn't have a wife because he don't think his journey would have been so free. He'd have had to been tugged on in several different ways uh, in order to make her happy instead of his journey and then meeting her. And then in his journey, he met her and it just made him better. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's the type of, you know, sacrifices needed. And, you know, I I, I don't know. That's how I was raised, man. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, especially on the focus part, because when men are really trying to believe in themselves and believe in their ideas, and there's a woman there when they have nothing, it's very rare that that woman will stay and pour in versus, you know, fight him on doing something that everybody else is doing because it's giving you results now. So, yeah. you know, focusing on what you didn't want to focus on and then later on meeting somebody is definitely way easier because it's either they're with your lifestyle or they're not. And yeah. uh, you don't have to make that decision so abruptly because it don't make sense. That's dope. I agree. 100%. Um, how do you balance, you know, your time with all of the boys? You just make it happen. Um, you try to do individual things with them, but it's kind of hard because they're all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really try to focus on my oldest the most because he's the closest to being in college and kind of doing his own thing and then I just do it number wise <laughs> I try to go oldest to youngest and uh, I think he needs me more than the younger ones right now does he want to go to college yeah he's pretty good in basketball I think he's he's got you know some rides he's probably going to go to uh, Long Beach State um, down here in California he, he's pretty good in, in basketball so We'll see, and I, I don't even think he wants to. Read. To be honest with you, I think he if he got a if he can go to UCLA without like without a scholarship and like just go, I, I, I think he'd just go. Like, yeah, that's how much he loves that school. So, that's cool. I um, I'm really for um, black men living in their purpose, but also having multiple purpose things. So mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're great in sports, cool, but like, what's the other thing that you want to pour into? Yeah, uh, well, just I, cool. he's very high, he's high intelligent, he's creative, um, he's going to make it, he's going to have a re- real huge imprint on the world somehow, I can see it, feel it. I know a lot of people say that about their kids, but I think if all by out of all of them, I think he is the closest to me and he's better and smarter and sharper than I was. So I I, I know he's got a leg up. You know what I mean? I get that. That's good stuff. To honestly know where your kids are at is going to help everybody. Like I'm not for telling my kid that they did a great job if I don't think what they did was too great um, yeah. and it's not about being mean it's about being honest um, I'm with that um, what's your greatest black boy joy memory as a kid oh as a kid mm-hmm. uh, probably graduating high school didn't think I was going to make it you know, I struggled uh, you know, I was 
I was in the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was I was one of them kids that uh thought I was gonna retire on this block, you know what I mean? And 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 I think getting a high school diploma was huge for me because it gave me access to college that I never thought I would be able to do and I ended up doing because of my athletic ability, but I made it. Hmm. Was there a lot of friends around you that didn't? Oh yeah, we, we was gutter gutter kids. I, I was the only one. It was like, I don't know, about twenty of us. Hmm. Mm. The only one, but it, but they a lot of them end up really well. End up end up being pretty good. A couple of them, you know, they got they serving the ale, mm. but um. A lot of them, are, we still in touch like all the time, and uh, they do good for themselves, take care of the kids and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, what's the best feeling for you as a dad so far? Um, being a dad, man, I, I don't know. I think, like I said, I didn't, I didn't think this was gonna happen either. But um, you have I was, four boys. I was pretty, I was pretty selfish, you know. What I mean, when I was young and. I didn't think I, I didn't want no kids, but you know when they start, you know when they come in, they 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 just start coming in. I don't know, just being a father and having them know that, having them look at me as a superhero. I think that's, I think there's no no other feeling like that. And uh, you know, seeing somebody walking around with your DNA, it's something about that. You know, <laughs> my guy, I see my walk a little bit, my you know a little bit of my voice, like my older, like his my my oldest son got a voice deeper than mine. I'm like, bro. <laughs> he out here winning. I was like, man, I see. I I was young too. I was like 14 years old when I got my voice, and you know, I just have grown men fathers hanging up on my face, calling for their daughter. Like, oh, you sound 20. You don't call her my daughter. Homegirls call her and tell her to call me and stuff. That was that was terrible for me. But yeah, my son, just to see, just to see that. I don't know, just to see, just bits and pieces of me walking around is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, same thing for girls, yeah. But yeah. I just knew if I had girls, they were going to be 10 times what I was with my mom and I annoyed her on purpose. So I'm paying for it now. Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> How were you a supportive parent from pregnancy till now with each of your kids? What do you mean? So, um, all, like, back, all that, man. We don't even talk when they're pregnant. Yeah. Oh yeah, gotta do that. Rub back, feet, ankles, neck. Cook dinner every day. You know, when they carrying your special child, like you gotta sacrifice everything for that. Like that's, and then, and then when they're here, you know. Um, you know, you just, just take care of your child like you, like, you know, the best way you can. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I keep naming my oldest, but we've been through so much. It's yeah. like, you know, like, yo, like I was brand new, brand new at it. And and he was the guinea pig. You know what I mean? You feel and, like you got better every time? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like I'm dialed in right now. You know what I mean, I'm dialed in and, and I think multiple kids definitely does that for you. But yeah, so. Yeah. Um, how are you during the labor with them? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm kind of weak stomached, so <laughs> I don't really like. Yeah, I'm kind of soft right there. That's where my soft spot is. I, I don't like to see nobody that I care about in pain. So, so yeah, it was kind of tough. Um, you know, I don't stress out. You know, none of that. But mm-hmm. it was it was tough, and. Uh, I don't know. I just, I get, I, you know, after the second one, though, it's like, <laughs> let's go, let's get this, let's, let's go here, let's do it. I, you know, but oh, man. that first one was, yeah, that was, that was hard for me, man. But mm-hmm. anyway, man, he was only, he only took you 45 minutes and he came in there in the world quick. Dang, that's good. I he wasn't playing. It was right before it was, she got there. It was, it was, she was like, I need the epidural. It was too late. To go. This is, this ah. is oh, no. mm. Yeah. Too late. The worst word. 
Um, what's the best advice your dad ever gave you? Um, wow, that's a good question. It's so, so much. Um, trust in God. I think that was probably the best. I mean, you know, um, I think that's that best probably the biggest one. I mean, there's so many, but I think trusting God, I mean, another one comes to mind. Um, he's, he's always told me to lead by example, uh, lead by force with a gentle pillow to, for them to fall on. So I think all that, all that is like in me. So I'm tough and I and I'm and I lead hard, but like you know, I always try to make you feel good with you know what's going on. So you know, the OG pop. Yeah, being that you grew up where your parents had a strong faith, when did the faith and everything that was being taught to you? really kick in for you as like a teenager or was it after? I didn't end it after college and I was too in the streets, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know, my dad worked a lot, my mom worked a lot, so it was kind of hard for them to maintain me and you know, older brothers and I have two other, I got two older brothers, two older sisters and I'm the youngest. Oh wow. So I'm, I'm running, you know what I mean? And, and you know, it, it's I don't remember. I don't, they had to make me go to church. You know what I mean? But I mean, so it didn't, it didn't happen until, you know, after like college. Mm-hmm. And then I started to understand stuff like that. You know what I mean? Was it, was it something that happened that made you be like, okay, I need, I need stability. I need to focus in on this area. Or was it? Well, I, I, think, I just think I, that's a great question. That's a really, really great, probably the best podcast question somebody's ever asked me straight up. And I've been on a lot of them, but that, that right there is a really good one. I think, I think a lot of it had to do with no matter how big I feel, there's someone bigger than me. And I knew that. And if I knew that, then why couldn't I find out more about him? So, I think that that drove me to humble myself, even though I talk big stuff all the time, right? Like, I, but I, I'm I'm very humble in 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 everything that I do, the way I move. But I'm still a silverback, you know what I mean? Like, I will come for you if you if you if you cross me. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, just understanding that you're a peon into in this world just seeing the ocean and you know looking at stuff in the world um yeah I think a lot of parents now uh we hear like all this advice on like how to make sure your kids stay on the right track you know do this and do that don't say this don't talk about this too early and then you pour into your kids and you feel like you did it the right way. And some kids, it clicks really fast. Some kids, it doesn't. But at least you figured it out in time to then be a role model and a stand-up father for your boy. 100%. Yeah. I had to. There's no other, there's no other option. Um, black man and I never wanted them to be the statistics of my bad choices hmm. so well, yeah the statistics. Uh, what's the conversation like right now um, in your home with them regarding like the news and everything that's happening tell them if you got an opportunity to burn it down you burn it down hmm. you know you not you, you do not let nobody by any means necessary um, take away your freedom. Um, we are free thinkers in this family. We are led 
by the freedom that is required of being a human being. And when they try to take that from you, you do everything you can to protect that. And if it has to do with destroying things for them to understand that you're not playing games, then that's what it looks like. Anger, you can't tell me how to be mad. You can't tell me how to be angry. Um, don't, don't, we make bad choices in, in, in the mix of being angry, but that don't mean I'm a bad person. What makes me a bad person if I had evil intent behind it. So, yeah, they were doing things, but I told them this casualty of war. In war, we do things sometimes that are unthinkable. And like people can't imagine doing some of these things, but we're trying to win a war. And people don't understand this is a war right now. Like, you know, they're trying to take away our freedoms. I mean, they're treating us like animals. And I'm not tolerating that. You know, I don't. I don't live my life with my hand out either, though. I don't wait for anybody to give me anything. I'm going, I'm coming to take it. And if you get in my way when I'm trying to get it, then we're going to have a problem. Um, I think, I think, I think us as a people, and this is why I tell them, we need to worry about building us and stop worrying about waiting on them to accept or validate us as a people. We're good, strong people. You know, we are Moors. We are, we are great men and women and kings and queens, and 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 we need to carry ourselves like that and build our own. We agree. Yeah. Uh, did your father have a being a black man in America talk with you? And what age was that? Uh, young as I can remember. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, the farthest back I can remember. I understand who you are, know where you're at, you know, all those things. And I did the same to mine. So my job, you know what I mean? But as young as I can remember, man, it's just a normal thing. You know what I mean, we got to prepare our kids, you know what I mean? But also believe in guns and stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a gun-toting guy. I was just about to ask you that. Like, do you um go shooting believe, with your boys? Better believe it. And I... That they're comfortable and when they get older they need to get their license and I think that's the biggest one of the biggest problems in our community is that we don't arm ourselves so yeah. in 24% of African Americans that arm themselves when you look at white America it's 47% like we, we that, that can't happen why are we not arming ourselves this is this is our human right I live like, in my house by myself with two girls and I have two of them yeah, and they it. know I have two of them and you know I think it's, yeah it's mm-hmm. like you have to be responsible about it also it's not just having it it's making sure nobody can tell you you can't have it making sure you know you have it locked up properly while in the house of course and uh I don't know I, yeah. I, I'm always about doing things the right way even though they kill us when we do things the right way um, always teaching your child the whys as to what you do so they can then follow and do it the right way. Um, because when we when we die, regardless of how we die or how they kill us, they always want to point out what we did wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's then, normal. To then, to then make them feel like your death was justified even though it was a horrible death. And it's just so trash to me. Yes, that's trash. Get your paperwork, that's all. Get your paperwork and make sure you you rifle owner and you know, do what you can, man. Do what you can. But I'm living if I if I gotta live in the pen because um I had to kill somebody for my family, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it standing on my head. So uh, I let them know that too. Like y'all ain't gotta do nothing. They just do it for to, theirs. They always do it for theirs. I will. I will go away without, without a doubt in my mind. So. Oh yeah. Pose ready for the mugshot. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Right now. Um. What five things do you provide for your kids? Um. Uh, 
finances, mental health, um, consistency, um, strength, and education, and a focus and uh, priority. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can keep going, but yeah, leadership, uh, a role model. Um, I mean, I can keep going, but all those things I, you know, uh, I talk about too on my show, man, you know, leadership, leading by example. Um, what's the worst excuse a father can ever give? Um, worst excuse? Worst it, I think the worst excuse is lying to them about reality. Uh, if I had to work extremely hard and I'm the only income and I miss your game you know like don't lie to them like tell them why like tell them the reasons why I'm not going to be able to be in attendance because of X, Y, and Z you know what I mean I know that's a pretty bad example but just things that may counter in life because of life you want to tell them about life it don't matter their age like let them know about life. Yeah. So I'm lying to them about, you know, Santa Claus and shit. Like, <laughs> listen, that's not a bad excuse. That's a reality. Um, that's not. That's a reality that celebrates. You know, even like our fathers, you know, in a different in a different generation, they um. They couldn't do a lot of the engaging things because of how they worked or where they worked. But instead of them explaining it to us, it was kind of like, you know, pride or ego. I don't feel like I need to explain it to you. But then we have a chance to be a different generation where we can actually be honest and have a child look at, okay, in life as an adult you have priorities and this is what I have to do and you know I apologize for not being there but this is the actual reason why I'm not there because what happens is the generation where things weren't explained to you have this illusion of what adulthood is where you grow up and you get to do everything you want to do can't nobody tell you nothing you have all this money out of nowhere and you just get to do everything and that's not the reality. And then you have you have ill-equipped young adults that are like stunned at what adult life is and they're stuck. And in order for you to not to have stuck children in adult life is you actually be honest with them along the way. So well, look at you. Yeah, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> I'm very honest about uh, life with my kids, even though they're three and six. You know? Oh. I'm very honest over here. I'm glad. Um, don't. I don't know if you do feel like this, but I'm going to ask. When have you, or when do you feel the most helpless in fatherhood? Um, I think... When it's time for them to make a decision, you know, um, you just hope that the way you raised them, um, you know, they make the right decision. Uh, I think going to school every day, being around people that can influence them to do the wrong things and um, I kind of feel helpless, you know what I mean? I'm not there to guide them, but the good thing is about that is they learn from their mistakes. Um, just We just hope that we raise them right so that they can make the best choice. And I think that's where it's hard for me because, you know, they're getting older and, you know, they're going to be on their own and they're going to be doing things. I mean, it's hard. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, what's do you, do you have more anxiety being that you have for black boys in a world that doesn't doesn't care about them unless they're entertaining them. So like um, being that you're a black man 
and you have four black boys, is your anxiety more so on 10 versus if I had like girls, I probably wouldn't be so like on high alert and just like, oh my God, what's happened with, what's, what's going on now with all of them being here, there, there. Or do you find like your peace and your solitude and like, I, I trained them for outside the house. I gotta be at peace with feeling. Yeah, I mean, I think faith. Yeah. The faith. I think your faith with, uh, you know, God and, and he's gonna watch him and he's in their hands. I, I raise him well to make good decisions, but he's gonna watch over him and I I have faith in in that, so I don't worry. You know, as a parent, of course you have minor worries, but yeah. you have faith in, in him and stuff like that, I don't think, you know, it would be that bad when they actually leave. How do you show your sons your vulnerability in a balanced way to avoid simp mode? And that question is made just for you. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, that's a that's a tough one because nowadays generation is taking over where, you know, the demasculation of a man is is actually going on. This is a real thing. Um, so. I always feel like if I just keep them masculine, keep them understanding what that, how important that is for households. Um, but also understanding that just like when they're growing up, but that's the reason why I don't have them having no girlfriends is because, Hey, you don't want them to be the focus. <laughs> right. And I think if they're not the focus, mm-hmm. I think get older and you get in the position, you'll understand that that's where your leadership is going to come from. Your discipline. And uh, knowing that she fits in a puzzle, but she's not the puzzle. I always tell them, no person validates you. You validate yourself. So everybody, like I'm a compliment to whoever I'm with, right? And you will be the same way. Um, but I'm not, I'm not the person who makes you happy. You have to make yourself happy. And I think that's all a part of not creating a simp because simps believe that they need to be simps believe that they need to be um, somebody's all all the time you know what I mean and that's just that's soft and just not really manly and uh, you know a lot of people are raising flamingos instead of silverbacks you know what I mean so um. it is what who are the women examples that um, give them their examples of how to be nurturing, how to be uh, my moms, the lady, your mom, who else? Moms, out for for them. Mm-hmm. Your mom. <laughs> okay. yeah, that's, that's that's her thing, man. I don't, I don't get in the way of that. <laughs> that's hey. yeah. You know, that's, that's something soft. Now, but hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we not letting them play with this, uh, or yeah, that this right. We not doing that, you know. That's that's on the, the moms. I mean, I don't, I don't get in the way of that. I mean, they have their own lane and, and place in life. That's yeah, like very, especially for boys. Like moms is like the biggest thing that they need. I mean, they need fathers, of course, but I think moms are like bigger than anything in the world I mean other than grandmas to me mm-hmm. um, what else how do you decompress before dealing with your family each day I don't know I don't, I don't do it I'm, I don't drink I don't drink any alcohol Wait. never have in my what? Um, I don't, I've never smoked any marijuana or did any drugs the only thing I've done is I occasionally smoke cigars um um, but other than that, like I don't, I don't do anything. I don't have a, I don't have anything to relieve anything. I guess I, I kind of just pray and, you know, do my thing. I don't know. I'm kind of even killed. <laughs> you know I mean? Is your prayer um, 
multiple times a day or is it like nah. that's nah, it's not okay. one in one a day and if I don't do that it's one of one of one a couple of days you know what I mean it's like you know my I, I I try to do the best I can to make sure I get that in mm-hmm. uh, but um yeah I don't I don't know I guess it's just in me I was built for this you know what I mean I was built for this. I was built to lead, be a guy who could be depended on. Is your uh, health a major factor as far as you being the leader in your family? Is it health? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm too well. I'm two sixty six one. I'm not a small guy, but. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't eat horrible around here. We can definitely eat better. Yeah. Uh, but the way I was raised, the you know, the, the food that we make, fried chicken and all the stuff, but yeah. we do balance it out. We'll have, you know, salads or stuff like that. But, you know, we do work out. We we do a little bit of that. Um, I know they do majorly, but you know, like I work a lot. I work a lot of hours and um, just try to provide for them. So, um, you know, eventually, you know, I get better, but I, I go two to two days a week. Um, but then I walk all the time at work. Like I'm like a step game is ridiculous at, at the work spot. So yeah, it's not, it's not the best, it's not the best, but I could definitely say we in that, we, we're not at the bottom. Yeah. Respect for black fathers can be shown by doing what? What can other people do to show you and other black fathers respect? Um, I don't think there's no right way or wrong way to father, but um, how to show respect from my, from other fathers or how to show from or for, from the world? For black fathers. Um. I don't know. I, th- I just think show up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I really want to see more leaders from from who they're raising. Mm-hmm. Don't raise a kid to be like you. Raise your kids to be better than you. And I think that's something that we need to do more of as, as black fathers. And I think that would definitely be an honor if I if they start doing that more, start talking about leadership. Um I don't know if you noticed, but they don't really talk about that too much no more. It's being a father, it's being a leader, and it's almost like a bad word now. Like right. I, I want to hear start talking about leading and being leaders and stuff like that. They, it just it doesn't happen. So when that starts to happen, that would make me very happy is to see my brothers say, "Hey, man, we need to lead, lead the community, lead our families," and mm-hmm. don't talk like that no more. I mean, it's like now it's like, I think the emphasis is on. You know, it's not about first place. It's not about the one that did the work. It's about if you just came and we want to give second place a prize, we want to give third place a prize, we want to give fourth place a prize, but it dims the purpose for doing your best. And uh, when it comes to leadership, I feel like they want to make everybody feel important and uh, deserving but you have to do the right things the best things in order to deserve so you're you're basically excusing people for just breathing and uh, that doesn't do anything <laughs> you're right on point listen that leadership thing is yeah. is uh always talked about in my house even with girls because you have have an oldest and you have a youngest and whatever the six-year-old does my three-year-old does and I'm just like I have to talk to you more I have to make it a point to pull you to the side because if you do it to her she's gonna do it to you she's gonna do it to somebody else and it's not the right way to do it and I know yeah I know she didn't get it from me so I have to have those conversations yeah, I mean, you think about it too. It's just like it's, it's easy to say it, but it's such a big responsibility. Because if you fail, then all eyes are on you. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Mm. Okay. 
What um, is the legacy you're leaving for your children? Hmm. Um, I think I think the biggest legacy um, that I want to leave for them is, you know, I did it my way. Um, I I do everything in my power to to honor them. This last name means something. Like it means something. Um, and you know, um, I did everything I could, you know, to make them better than me. Um, that's the legacy. Like it's like I, I created this podcast, really, too. So they ever wanted to tell their grandkids about me, man. They can just bring up the old podcast and hear Grandpa on it, man. It's like it's. Like that means something to me, you know, like who I am as a man, you know what I mean, and what lane I'm in. They could never say, Oh, yeah, grandpa was soft. Grandpa was pfft, was this or he was that. Nah, they 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 know who grandpa was. It's like my pop, like the way I think of him, like right now, he's you know, he's still living and he's older, but OG Pop is like He's solid, man. You know what I mean? He's just solid dude, bro. And I don't know how else to say it, but he's yeah, he's solid man. And um we would definitely too many... be um the most documented grandparent. Uh, <laughs> I said this the other day on Twitter. I'm just like yeah. one day like my great grandchildren would be able to pull up my tweet. She gets it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> and um, that's wild to hear. And I wish I could pull up my great-grandparents' tweets and just hear, like, what their mindset was and how it correlates with, like, me now. So, man, they, they, they got some gems that they get to live with. Yeah, well, I mean, I I I totally agree, um, and that's what I'm looking forward to, man. Just being old on the on the porch, and they come visit me, and my grandpa, man, I didn't even know what what a simp really was, but you you got him going. <laughs> oh man, ready for those conversations? I think that's why some grandparents are a bit more vulgar or loose at the lips because they just got all this experience within them that they're just like, man, this is my time to pour it into you. So, listen, I'm looking forward to it, too. I, I can't wait. But my son, my oldest, he, he definitely, um, he knows what a simp is. Hmm. I didn't think my 14-year-old's out. He definitely knows what a simp is. And they know. <laughs> they know. You are aware <laughs> Pointed out on television too, like oh, like, we was watching Kings of Queens, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he is a simp right here. <laughs> I love Kings of Queens. Yeah, he was, yeah, simp, though. He was super soft. <laughs> the show, but you know, and I know he was just playing the part, but that that definitely they pointed it out had me weak. But I was like, yeah, that yeah, you got it. Dial right in. Oh man, my last question for you is. Can you name three things people can do to make Father's Day worth it for Father? I think Father's Day is every day, and I know everybody said, but I don't. Three things to name to make Father's Day better. I think one, the number one thing is for a woman to let fathers be fathers on Father's Day. Do not post anything about you have to do both mm. because your relationship didn't work out with that man. Do not post on there that you got to be mother and father of the child like that that is the most disrespectful thing and I don't see people don't get my subs but I did that on Twitter on Mother's Day and I I, I say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers but I also want to give a special shout out to fathers to have to do both and like a lot of people read my stuff and I'm sure they like they roll their eyes because they know I'm a silverback and if you come from this on this platform, I'm coming for you, right? So most of the time, they go like, you know, they just, uh, you know, they'll roll my eyes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? 
people probably have me muted. They don't unfollow me. Oh, I know. Me. I know. And I could always scroll through and tell who, like, is offended but don't want to hit the app button with your name. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I know. Because they know, like, I will come on your page for this smoke. Like, I will. And, and like, when I first came into podcasting, like, I was more like just trying to get my feet wet, respecting people that was before me and then trying to understand the game. But once I figured out my lane on who I am as a podcaster, just being me and being who I am, it's just this wonderful guy. I'm going to say, fuck it. Then I'm, this is what I want to do. But to get back to your question, yeah, that that is the number one thing for me um, is for women to try to ruin that. Um, and I think that's that may be it. I, I don't think anything else. I think Father's Day are celebrated in a certain way. Like most Mother's Day, mothers want to break from the kids. Fathers like want their kids. It's it's crazy. Like I don't know how that works, but most mothers on Mother's Day were like, "Oh yeah, I, I want a spa day. I want some mimosa party." Uh, but but y'all take the kids. We don't want the kids. You know what I mean? But it's Mother's Day, right? But fathers are more like. Yeah, let me get the kids and we I'll barbecue and just see my, you know, see, see them hang out, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think that's great, just hanging out with them. But as they get older, you know, they um, hey, it's gonna get thinner and thinner. They send me a card or yeah. just text your old man. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, you know, let's go to a game or something. We can get, we can do something. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking forward to that the next step in in parenting. You know what I mean? So. You said uh, every day is Father's Day to you. Um, you, feel it's, it's, appre- you feel appreciated every day by your kids? Uh, yeah, no, not every day. I mean, they don't. Yeah, they're in their own world. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but, but I know that they're too young to know how to show it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, hold that, I don't hold that against them. You know what I mean? They're just, they're young, so. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to be like. I mean, I, I get a random text every now and then. Pops want to tell you I love you, man, and 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 I'm like, oh, okay, man, all right. <laughs> you, you send me a little little summer, and I'm and then I'm gonna overblow it. Down. I'm gonna go in the room, but oh, okay, you can pop getting a a text over here. So much you love. Then they be like, oh, see, this is why. See, then then it brings them to like, oh, I don't want to do, it. but they still do it. Though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, knowing all of this about your uh, fatherhood just shows me that you're very like thorough and um, just how you show up to the outside world, how you show up in your home, how you show up with your kids, and that's uh, commendable because I think a lot of males now because I think there's a difference between males and men. A lot of males now put on this persona like they have it all figured out on what you should do as a man and they have no clue on how to show up for their family. So, um, well, I'm still learning. So I'll, I'll go ahead and put that out there. I'm, I'm still learning this yeah. man thing, constant thing. But I will tell you, there are basics to it. Like there, are, There's a core set of rules that you need to follow and and you can't escape that and that's what simps go like they don't they don't, they don't hold them rules you know what I'm saying and, and then you got men right now and it's hard for me not to talk about these simps but then you have you have because because moms raise their daughters and they spoil their sons that you have men that get older they rely on moms to validate them when they get older and then they get with a woman and they rely on that woman for everything to make them happy. So this is this is all a part of understanding as a man that nobody validates you but you. And I tell women this too. You need to be in love with who you are, what you bring to the table, and understand how it can make someone else happy. But my job is not to make you happy. My job is to assist with your happiness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did an episode on uh, um, validation has to come from you first. 
don't you don't look for that <laughs> that's not something you look for that's just something you um do for yourself so that's yeah. a, a super important can you share your uh podcast and how the people can reach you oh this we're on a cut podcast so we 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 growing we're on a cut podcast is uh on every platform um every single platform for any podcast um coming up with a website really soon here um coming up with an app i'm gonna have my own app and hey. i'm gonna try to, try to get away from putting my stuff on any anything other than spotify mm-hmm. um coming so if you want to listen to my stuff sooner or later it's going to be app only or spotify um youtube channel i'm trying to grow that um it's raw tv we do it every week um, I do Friday solo or, you know, I have a guest and that's, that's raw truth right there. Um, a part of the raw TV, um, my raw TV show, um, by relationships and with the other crew with, with Jay Roman and Lynn Cass, um, those individuals are on, on Saturday nights and we kind of took some weeks off because of the temperature of the world. We really didn't want to talk about no relationship stuff when the world is in turmoil, starting to calm down a little bit. So we're going to be back next week. Um, and also my podcast be back next week. I haven't dropped any because the temperature, you know what I mean? Of the world and how everything was going. So, um, that is how you can release. I mean, listen to raw and uncut podcast. Um, if you want to learn how to, uh, be a man, if you're a flamingo, you want to be a, (laughs) definitely, you know, get at me and raw and uncut podcast at Gmail. And uh, we can definitely uh, communicate. If you have an issue, what I got to say, I mean, people send me stuff all the time with issues, but uh, I let them know the same thing. I, I'm, I'm being me. So it is what it is. Right. He doesn't waver at all. Yeah, I don't I don't teeter on my decision. You know what I mean? I teeter on my decision, and then uh, I'm very confident in what I'm saying. And if I'm wrong, prove it, and then, then I'll shake your hand. But... I, <laughs> This is uh, Father Akeem, and um, I want to thank you for being an engaged father. Uh, and uh, uh, I appreciate the uh, the platform. I always love your platform, man. It's always uh, it's like really, really critical. The critical thinking part has to open up for me when I listen. I, I you know, some podcasts I can just listen to and I can laugh and you know stuff like that. Your podcast is on a different level for me. It's like, okay, this is the critical thinking one, so I got to listen to you in the car. <laughs> Right. Well, let's do it in the car. Let me let me let me put it on in the car. I, I do it all the time, and, and I can listen to it in the car. I could be like, "Hold on, what? Yeah, right. okay, I agree. Nah, I don't know about that, but but that's where the critical thinking part is. There's not too many like that. So yeah. I want to appreciate you bringing me on. I'm I'm a huge fan, and I like what you're doing. And man, I remember when you had like six followers. Like you know, what I mean, like you just came out of nowhere. I know. <laughs> And you know, and you in there, and like you know what I mean, like and 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 I'm just proud of the the growth, man. And uh, you know, I always be a, a a fan and support you. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, happy Father's Day, if you're not told. Telling you that early, I hope you uh, celebrate your fatherhood throughout the month of June. I don't actually, you know, I told you, uh, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really. It's like Mother's Day thing. That's a Mother's Day thing. I think fathers just. The stamp of approval, man. You know, give me a reason to throw someone. You know I mean? <laughs> oh man! Well, thank you, and I hope you have a great night, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Welcome. All right. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.